Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Informed Catholic, and Happy Easter. Today is Easter. Unfortunately, because of this global pandemic, we cannot be at our uh, churches, at our services, to receive the Eucharist, to participate, and to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we have to be uh, quarantined, and uh, who knows um, hopefully maybe we'll be back into, uh, celebrating, uh, in our churches, worshiping our Lord, maybe within a month, God willing. But since we are at home, we can still worship and celebrate the Eucharist, uh, and who we are as Catholics in our homes. So let's begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts, in my words, in what I have done, in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, Ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Kiri Elision Christe Elision Kiri Elision May Almighty God have mercy on us and forgive us all our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you. We bless you. We adore you. We glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayers. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So this is going to be episode 43 of the Informed Catholic. Um, I'm not a priest, folks. I'm just a regular Catholic layperson, and I just really want to do something on my part to uh, help with um, the things that are that's going on and I really want to help uh, everyone. So I'm using my podcast to do the readings, the liturgical readings for, uh, for our Catholic faith. Um, the purpose of putting together a podcast was I want to share uh, the knowledge of, the, of our faith with people, but also at the same time is to keep people informed about what's going on. And a lot of, I know a lot of people, um, you know, I get upset because when I hear bad things that happen to faith, but I also love the good things of the faith. And I think sharing my podcast with, um, by using it to do the readings is a good thing. I know there are other ways people can listen. Um, you know, you could definitely go on TV. Uh, there's still EWTN and there's still other uh, places you can hear 
uh, the mass and everything if it's possible. But at the same time, um, I'm hoping this will be a good service. Just the same. So thank you uh, if you're listening and uh, um, telling other people about it. Um, so let's begin. Okay, folks, this is going to be um, the Easter uh, Sunday scriptural readings. So I will say the entrance antiphon. I have risen. I am with you still. Alleluia. You have laid your hands upon me. Alleluia. Too wonderful for me, this knowledge. Alleluia. Or the second one, I'll read it, I'll read it as well. The Lord is truly risen, alleluia. To him be glory and power for all the ages of eternity. And the prayer, O God, who on this day, through your only begotten Son, have conquered death and unlocked for us the path of eternity, grant, we pray, that we who keep the solemnity of the Lord's resurrection may through the renewal brought by your Spirit rise up in the light of life, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Okay, now we'll go into the first readings, which is for all three cycles of the year. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter proceeded to speak and said, You know what has happened all over Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. He went about doing good and healing all those oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses of all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem, to put him to death by hanging him on a tree. This man God raised on the third day and granted that he be visible, not to all the people, but to us, the witnesses chosen by God in advance, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commissioned us to preach to the people and testify that he is the one appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him will receive forgiveness of sins through his name. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The next is the responsorial psalm. It's from Psalm 118. There's two responses. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Or Alleluia. I'll combine both. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the house of Israel say, his mercy endures forever. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Alleluia. The right hand of the Lord has struck with power. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Alleluia. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done. It is wonderful in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Alleluia. 
Next is a second reading, and there's two choices. Um, one is by a, St. Paul's letter to the Colossians, and that, the other one is a uh, letter of St. Paul, first letter to the Corinthians. I'll read both. Why not? Seek what is above where Christ is. A reading from a letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Brethren, if then you were raised with Christ, seek what is above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Think of what is above, not of what is on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ your life appears, then you too will appear with him in glory. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, his first letter. Clear out the old yeast so that you may become a fresh, a fresh batch of dough. Brethren, do you not know that a little yeast leavens all the dough? Clear out the old yeast so that you may become a fresh batch of dough inasmuch as you are unleavened. For a paschal lamb, Christ, has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us celebrate the feast, not with the old yeast, but the ye which is the yeast of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now this is called Sequence Victimi Pasquili Laudis. It's a prayer and a poem, so I'll read it. Christians to the Paschal victim offer your thankful praises. A lamb the sheep redeems. Christ, who only is sinless, reconciles sinners to the Father. Death and life contended in that combat stupendous. The Prince of Life who died reigns immortal. Speak, Mary, declaring what you saw wayfaring. The tomb of Christ who is living. The glory of Jesus' resurrection. Bright angels attesting. The shroud and napkin resting. Yes, Christ, my hope, is risen. To Galilee he goes before you. Christ indeed from death is risen. Our new life obtaining, have mercy, victor king, ever reigning. Amen. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Now the uh, scripture readings are for the Mass during the day, just to let you know. So now this is the opening uh, antiphon. Alleluia, alleluia. Christ, our Paschal Lamb, has been sacrificed. Let us then feast with joy in the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. A reading from the Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. He had risen from the dead. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciples whom Jesus loved and told them, they have, they have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we do not know where they put him. St. Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. 
they both ran. But the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloth there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there, and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and saw and believed, for they did not yet understand the scripture that he had been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Now the profession of faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day, in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Now let us say um, some a couple of Hail Marys. Let's say a Hail Mary for all those who... Uh, families who have suffered because of this uh, coronavirus and um, the shutdown that has caused uh, problems, especially people losing their jobs and um, suffering financially. Um, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed are the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Uh, let us say a Hail Mary for uh, those who um, are sick and uh, are suffering because of this. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Uh, those who have passed away, um, those, especially the souls in purgatory, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. For our Holy Father, uh, Pope Francis, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Uh, for our bishops and for our diocese, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, just a few things I want to say. Um, the only thing that's really worrying me about all this is um, the other day I was watching something on the news and there was this man in Philadelphia that was pulled off the bus uh, because he wasn't wearing a mask. And I understand the precautions and all this thing called social distancing. But it, I didn't like what I saw. The guy, it looked like something that you would see from a communist state. Uh, a, a really, seriously, like either out of Nazi Germany or Soviet Russia or something out of communist China. The man was pulled off, and I understand about this, everything that's going on about the mask, but there's so many unanswered questions about all this, so much unanswered questions that nobody um, seems to be giving. I mean, there's so many contradictory answers we're getting about how quickly some people do recover, how some of us may have been sick and we didn't even know it, and then this power grab that some of our uh, government leaders uh, are just changing laws, enforcing policies. Um, it just seems really extreme, and especially all this uh, lockdown. Um, I do understand the, the, um, the precautions, and, and I do understand the seriousness of it, but it's seems that nobody's really answering questions and people are making really quick um, responses, uh, really quick decisions without, with violating constitutional rights. And this is the part, this is the part that worries me is that having the states take hold and grab constitutional rights that could basically never come back. I understand the death toll. I understand the seriousness of the matter. Um, but this is something that really needs to be, um, really needs to be thinked about, especially, uh, freedom of speech, especially, um, uh, decisions of just, I mean, the other day, one of the officials in the WHO, I couldn't believe it. I was listening to him and talked about all the people who are infected are now locked up in their homes. And therefore, we need to go into the homes and separate the families, separate the people who are infected. Okay, granted, he's an international figure from a, an organization, but that is a violation of human rights. That is a violent, if, no, if nobody, if nobody's getting sick, I understand that those who may have it may not even know they have it and could be giving it to those who are elderly, who have 
preconditions and that could be endangering their lives. But to go into people's homes, especially if there's no sign of infection, even to that elderly person, why do you have to go into their homes? And this whole thing about quarantining people, and, and then not only that, we have certain figures like Bill Gates, who is talking about putting devices like on phones or watches that could tell people you may have been exposed to someone who may have had COVID-19. Well, how do you know anybody's telling you the truth by, such, by, by going into such devices like your phones or your watches? This is, this is something that people should really consider. Once you give away, once you give power to something like that, it's hard to get it back. They're not going to give up that power very easily. And that is one thing that we should be considered not, not to let this happen. Anyway, this is it. Um, I want to say God bless happy Easter to you and your families. And hopefully this, this whole thing ends and please consider, uh, pay attention to the news. Um, especially the stuff when it comes to constitutional rights um, is very serious. All right. Uh, I'll see you again soon. God bless.